0: Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. SK Vibe Maker, my interviews are hotter. You know we bring through the best special guests. We are not changing tradition anytime soon. Now, I am i don't know if I should start the interview like this, but it's not many times that I sit down with someone who's got a face tat. The lady's got a face tat. It's Queen Mills in the building. What's good? What's good? Yeah, I just noticed it as we sat down. I see the little Q and the heart on the side there. Yeah. Queen I mean, was that an easy choice? I mean, face tats and that. Sometimes people say never do that.
1: Do you know what? I've I've tatted like I've got my ribs tatted. Oh, straight. Gifted, and uh, I've got the back of my neck and my spine tatted, and I just thought like when I started the music full like for my career, I was just like. Do you know what? I really wanted to get my actual like my under my eye or something, yeah. <laughs> but my manager and
0: my family were like, no, don't do it. So, so we saying, would you get a few more face tats, like maybe?
1: I've said now that I've got this one, I'm happy in it. But if I get like Post Malone famous, <laughs> I'm uh, maybe not as much as him, but you know I gotta get the like little crown or something mm-hmm.
0: on my face, yeah. So let's jump right in with it, man. Like, what do you feel like people need to know so far about the Queen Mills musical journey?
1: Um so it's been a long one i've been uh I've been writing since I was about ten years old i'm twenty four this year so yeah i've I've been writing for a while um I started on grime um I was going to sets and clashes and stuff like that sending for people on facebook and was like that's when I found my love for the culture basically mm-hmm. for the music scene um then I just started um basically uh, I worked on my old, I worked on a different project before I came out, which isn't out anymore because we took it down. Mm-hmm. But I I was working on some songs and my manager found me from London, basically um, came to Leicester to meet me uh, and then started bringing me down to London to make basically, what I anything that I would like because I like making different genres, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like just sticking to one. So I would go in with different producers and artists and stuff and just make some magic, really. Mm. And um, yeah, then I started doing these little um, Instagram and TikTok uh, reels and remixes and stuff. And like, yeah, we just keep trying to grow, like, the mm-hmm. journey's ongoing, <laughs> mm. yeah,
0: on the ascendancy, yeah, Things exactly. are things are starting to pop
1: hopefully Mm -hmm. soon yeah so let's
0: also address the name queen mills i mean i mean are you a descendant of royalty is that like is there any of that going on no it's it's Mm
1: self-proclaimed but um i used to be lil mills because i was really small and little and cute like a little i was like to be fair i was that little um what's the word like angry rascal yeah (laughs) yeah basically at Mm -hmm. school and that so I was lil, but it weren't like Lil Pump or anything. It was more like Lil Wayne. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Okay, okay. That's where it was influenced from. But because I was so small, and like it, my work, my bars were kind of immature at the time. So basically, when I grew, like I feel like I, I don't know really what the turning point was to be honest. But I feel like my music started to grow a little bit more. Oh, actually, I know where the turning point was. I started properly sending for people mm-hmm. on on Facebook and stuff, and. like self-proclaimed queen of grime back then Mm -hmm. but i also thought like i've grown from lil to a queen do you know what i mean and i feel like as well self-proclaiming queen i'm not the queen of rap or music or anything like that i like to let every queen in the Mm -hmm. industry um strive basically
0: Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I feel like there are some artists that definitely say, some female artists that say they're the queen of this, queen of that, and they're definitely frying down the gauntlet. Like, it's a war cry.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm mm. not looking for any beef or qualms with anyone. Like,
0: but I feel like, because you were saying that you were sending for people in the future, you've definitely, in the past, on Facebook and that, you've definitely got that part to you. They don't
1: want to send for me, fam.
0: Ooh. Nobody. <laughs> Please don't, for your own sake.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody that I know will tell everybody that. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to do that because I don't want to have to end nobody's career It's just one of them. Say Funny. no more.
0: Say little, say less. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you definitely got the the lyric where you say, I might look Asian, but I've got Jamaican roots. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So kind of break down your heritage. Okay. And I know that I can feel like by looking at you, you've got mixed heritage. Yeah, yeah. And like having mixed heritage, being mixed race, mm-hmm. there's definitely a deeper living a deeper upbringing people have different experiences some people have the plain sailing one many people have like identity crises you know either side don't want to sort of accept you
1: that's like me Mm.
0: so kind of break down (laughs) your experience of growing up mixed heritage and just kind of break down the background
1: I'm Jamaican Indian and white English my dad's a coolie that's Mm -hmm. what we say in the Mm yard but yeah I live in like a white village like a really posh Upper class kind of area, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, my my fam, my parents are from the ghetto. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They've worked very hard to get me to where we can be comfortable and safe in a area. But mm-hmm. my dad hates it, and I hate it because it's, there's no culture there, innit? Mm-hmm. There's nothing to there's nothing to culture me as a kid put
0: the you know pin I mean? on the map where's the part that you're from he
1: brought an ashley in leicestershire what's it called Broughton ashley
0: Broughton ashley yeah it's like a little oh, village straight okay yeah an so, actual village
1: yeah yeah a little mm. little little village mm-hmm. yeah um but i hate yeah i hated growing up there so i used to go to ta- like leicester city center um to like places like rushy mead or uh i used to do um Basically I started, I did my first ever recording of a song at the Highfield Centre and Highfield is like quite a well known area in, mm-hmm. in um, Leicester so that's where I got my culture from, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I don't really get accepted by either side and it's sad because um I try and embrace both, do you know what I mean? Guess what,
0: SK Vibe Maker interviews are high. Does the Z, is the Z important in the name like Queen Mills? You know, the Z at the end. Some people might put the S. Yeah, people put the S
1: and I just feel like the Z's a bit more urban. <laughs> it's got a little <laughs> bit more of a bit more of an edge. Spice, you get me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if it's an S, then it's got to be the dollar sign. Cut. Money up. Mills, you see me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So you've got the winner track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is winning to you? Like a year of, you, of winning, what does that represent to Queen so Mills? So
1: personally... Winning for me is uh, succeeding, even though there's so much hate. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. I get hated a lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and I I don't actually know why, because I just kind of stick to myself and just kind of, maybe it's because I'm so, it's probably because I'm so self-confident in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, winning for me is like working on yourself, working really hard and grinding on your craft and then showing people like, Hard work pays off, basically. And showing people that you, sh- you don't need to listen to anybody else because it's mm. your own journey and in the end we're going to win, mm-hmm. basically.
0: So aside from, you know, personally, the mixed race, mixed heritage struggles, what have been some of the biggest obstacles trying to make an impact as a new artist coming into the game? Because some people see it and they think it's all glitz and glamour when mm. they see artists winning, yeah, but yeah. it's definitely not that all day. What's been some of the biggest hurdles for you?
1: Um, So... I'm not rich, <laughs> I'm yeah. not trying to like... So one of the biggest thing is like materialism and and all of that, like everybody nowadays is on this designer bling, all of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't afford that, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I like to just try and rock brands that ain't like out there but still kind of look drippy, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And And show people that you can kind of step through and do your own thing, you don't have to be like that rich like materialistic person mm. also it's hard it's, it's hard being from the midlands from being from out of less uh london it's hard but social media is the key mm-hmm. like it um, connects everyone yeah literally like and that would literally be my advice for anybody that's struggling mm-hmm. to to try and get some um attention because yeah social media is the key and consistency mm-hmm
0: literally we're talking about the digital age, um, something I've been speaking to a lot of artists about is the numbers game. Okay. When it comes to the numbers, we're talking about the numbers which are promoted by the artist managers, the labels, the PR, radio stations, many outlets. Yeah. When we talk about the numbers, we're talking about maybe YouTube numbers. We're talking about digital streaming platform numbers, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, all of that. And when it comes to the numbers, these are promoted to make everybody think that when artists are doing big numbers, that they must be better than artists that are doing lesser numbers. Now, in your opinion, how much of a correlation is there between these big numbers and how good the music is?
1: People can buy streams. <laughs> so I don't... Like, if they're real, then. Okay. So, uh, well, getting your music out there regardless is a success in its own. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's... A lot of people can't even be able to distribute their music for people to listen to. Mm -hmm. So getting it out there on a platform where people can just listen to you, that's like you've made a step. Mm -hmm. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You're not like so I'd say it comes, man. Again, like with consistency and like making the right kind of choices with features or things like that. Like the 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 streams and the numbers come over Mm -hmm. time. You just gotta like keep at it. Mm -hmm. Just keep keep grinding, isn't it? but i don't think that like i think that um the way a way to get numbers up res- nowadays is like tiktok mm-hmm. it's so easy to just your know, your numbers will shoot up if you go on tiktok mm-hmm. but so like that again you could get like a little artist that's never ever released a song before do it on tiktok and then their numbers are going to be higher than mm-hmm someone that's like a mad celebrity that has loads of tunes mm-hmm. out do you know what I mean mm. so I don't think numbers is that mm. it's it, it's not important to us as mm-hmm. consumers mm-hmm. yeah maybe maybe it's important to labels mm. and business people but I don't care about numbers mm. if if someone's sick and got talent that's what I care about
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah so we're talking about numbers you know music numbers um, downloads streaming numbers in the digital world at the moment you just mentioned TikTok TikTok is being used as a big marketing tool to break new artists, whether yeah. artists are doing it intentionally or whether they're just virally taking off. Yeah. Now, what do you think about using TikTok as a promotion medium? Is it something that you actively say, I'm gonna make this song like this so I can put it through TikTok? Is that something you think about?
1: Um, I don't really think when I write. So like, I always record different kind of things anyway. So if they sound like they would pop off on TikTok, Mm -hmm. I would definitely go and market them on TikTok, Mm -hmm. 100%. And in general, any kind of song will pop on TikTok. Mm -hmm. If somebody likes it, Mm -hmm. or if it's on there, there's going to be an audience that's somewhere like, that relates to your kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I would would definitely influence everybody to go on TikTok and drop their music Mm because you'll find fans like,
0: So, you know, you're encouraging artists and many people do encourage artists to put their music on TikTok. But if you are an artist that hasn't blown yet and you are perceived to have blown up off of TikTok as a new artist, there is a stigma attached as Mm. being a TikTok artist that maybe people sort of look at your credibility, your longevity, your validity.
1: Um, I suppose then it depends actually what kind of artist you are. Like, If you're not just a TikTok artist and you mm. can make other songs, uh, if you're famous from TikTok, it doesn't matter what anybody says. You're making money. You're probably writing songs for people. You're probably singing your songs. Mm. Like, It doesn't matter <laughs> what, what people say in it uh, or what other artists say anyway, because they're probably jealous that you're getting more placed in them mm-hmm. do you know what I mean um, so yeah again like, my main thing is just mind your business man do your thing like <laughs> don't even be watching anybody else because mm-hmm. yeah like um, TikTok artists can always be way bigger than artists that are just doing their thing anyway mm-hmm. there's a, there's TikTok artists and then there's one hit wonders that weren't even on TikTok and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what do people look at them like
0: mad do you know what I mean crazy crazy discussion <laughs> Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. So let's talk about Mills. Mm -hmm. This song in particular. You've got the line where you say, I ain't got time for a man on my Instagram. Your game's whack my dog. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying now talk to me about that man are you replying to DMs you're looking at DMs have many people many men in particular approached you on Instagram how's it all going down
1: I'm not gonna lie yeah I reply to everyone because I've got this like OCD thing where it's like mm-hmm. I can't look at a notification and leave it oh really yeah so that's a
0: deeper problem to have still I know it's so bad
1: mm. Ho- hopefully when I get a bit more busy like I'll be mm. able to just let go of that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's difficult mm-hmm. um so I'm not going to lie, a lot of people just get like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> okay, Do you know what I mean? a little
0: one word and that, yeah?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, because, yeah. Are you
0: getting much propositions from, you know, like, of the sort of romantic type? You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, the yeah, drawing, but it just stresses me
1: out. Like, I'm married to the lines. game. <laughs> yeah? I'm married to my career right now. You're not now, interested that's in none of that? Not really. Some not people really.
0: are, like, kind of against, like... You know, online romances and stuff, man. Like, but many people are open to it.
1: I think, like me as an artist, I kind of leave a lot of room for speculation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not. I don't do the sex sales thing in it, but I do like. I'm still sexy with it. So, man, I'm mm-hmm. a bit like, ooh, I want to see more. Like, let me take she, you out. Let me. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm a bit like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: they scare me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm
1: just, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not down for that.
0: That kind of leads me on to my next topic. So I've been speaking to a lot of female artists about the pressures to sexualize their music in this music industry, in this showbiz industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pressures to maybe like sort of sexualize their lyrics, sex it up a bit more. Pressures to have body surgery and bad B culture. Yeah. Have you felt much of those pressures from the music industry and how have you dealt with them?
1: Um, I think I'm trying to be a different kind of kettle fish realistically mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm trying to be like people might look at me and think I'm a little road girl <laughs> or a little like do you know what I mean because I'll wear my trackie I don't really try mm-hmm. I don't really care about attention like that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. sexual attention or anything like that I want people to hear my music mm-hmm. and my sound and and feel the vibe mm-hmm. and the I'm, like, I can vibe with a mandem and mandem don't have to try touch me do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I feel like some people will appreciate that, and some people won't in it. But like again, I just I'm very comfortable with the way that I am in it. Like, um, like yeah, and girls give me attention as well, and I'm straight. But mm-hmm. it's nice. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, cool. I'm comfy. Like, mm-hmm. just um, yeah. I don't. I don't feel pressure to get uh, any like body surgery or anything like that really it's mm-hmm. hard because obviously it's pushed in your face 24 7 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but the only thing i really feel like i need to do sometimes is go work out <laughs> do you know what i mean Just i mean all of squats. us can do
0: a bit of that do you know what i'm saying
1: yeah like bustle some squats and some sit-ups and mm-hmm. and, you're, and i'm blessed but mm. yeah i'm not really looking to enhance
0: but you're quite slim and trim with it you? you don't exercise you don't work out I'm not really no it's
1: i natural. used to i used to be a dancer so okay, like straight. yeah and i used to do like full out routines and like classes every single day mm-hmm. in it. I haven't done that for years by the way, but, but I feel like DNA. yeah, like the me- the metabolism's still there in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like every so I'm I walk everywhere. Okay. Like, I don't drive on it. So, I just walk and
0: Never underestimate the walk.
1: You get me? Like yeah, and like go like I like to go spa and go for a little swim and that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't do a lot of exercise and I just
0: eat loads of fast food. <laughs> Wowza. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> so let's talk about Hear Me Out. Hear Me Out was released through SBTV. Yeah. I um, mean, you know I'm saying Jamal Edwards, found, founder of SBTV, recently passed away way too soon, man. Way, way, way too, too soon. soon. A major impact on this UK music architecture that we have here major player one of the biggest players and um, what was your relationship like with Jamal Edwards and how much of a so, impact has he had on your career
1: do you know what I personally I haven't actually spoke to Jamal yeah so I'm not even gonna beg the clout from man but mm-hmm. I really really obviously I've seen everything that he'd done and the one thing that I'll I'm, I'm grateful for not just for me but he's gave the Midlands rappers and and my artists a big platform and mm-hmm. a chance. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of underground um, MCs that I know from Leicester that have been on SBTV mm-hmm. and spoke to Jamal, and he's given them somewhere to to show themselves in it, which is amazing. Cause mm-hmm. like uh, like back then, especially when you're just a rapper and mm-hmm. you can't like, when you, when you got just bars and that and you're just doing grime or whatever and you wanna do a little freestyle. Back then, it was so hard like, to get on anything mm-hmm. and to be involved in any kind of sets or anything. So when, when Jamal started bringing people in, it was like, wow, we got like a breath, breath of fresh air, isn't it. And SBTV is definitely one of the platforms that we would go to mm-hmm. straight away. And, yeah, s- SBTV, like, they've always shown me love, man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if Jamal was a part of that, like, because mm-hmm. obviously I've not s- directly spoke to him, but I can't be more th- more grateful for, like, mm-hmm. the love that they've shown me and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they pick up quick on my mm-hmm. freestars and mm-hmm. that on Instagram as well, man, and resharing and that. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, rest his soul, man. Rest in peace, Jamal Edwards. Mm-hmm. So let's talk further about, you know, the Hear Me Out track. you got the bar where you say, I even went through phases of violating chicks like a circus clown. Now, I know that there can be certain energies in this music industry that pit the females against each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For some clout, for some marketing. That doesn't really happen on the other side when it comes to the guys. But it seems like it happens, like when the guys are sending for each other, that's because they they want to do it. But when mm-hmm. it sort of comes from the females, I feel like there are, a few female artists that have told their stories about certain industry energies pushing them to diss each other. Have you felt much of that nah. energy?
1: I would really, honestly, yeah. I, I want to be like in with the queens. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want any kind of negativity. So anybody that tries to, I've not really took it in if someone has tried to push it on me because mm. I'll just cuss them until them move. <laughs> mm. Like, I, I'm going to be on a tune with them one day mm. and then you're going to be like, oh, but you see again, as well, people are like, "Yeah, you lot your beef because you whatever, but then they're like, Why are there no female ciphers? Why are there no female tunes that are, there's bare females on? It's because of the energy that people give mm-hmm, in it mm-hmm. and and what they push to us. but I would love that that mm-hmm. I want maybe I'll be the one to organize that one day mm-hmm. because, yeah, like um i don't I don't rate it. I don't rate the fact mm-hmm. that people wanna be like We don't have to be. They don't have to be one head, like mm-hmm. one top female, one mm-hmm. top male. Cause it's male dominated, mm-hmm. realistically. Yeah, there ain't no, yeah, Central C's the best. Oh no, Digger D's the best. Oh no, this guy's the best. You know what I mean? There's no like people don't really comp- make them compete. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why I think it should just be like all of us females are cool. You know. And we're all like rising as one and mm-hmm. we should um allow each other to sh- to shine, innit? Mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like that's what I want anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah. how have you found the camaraderie between you and your female peers? You know what I'm saying? It can be political sometimes, mm. whether it's industry energies pitting the females against each other, and sometimes we get these energies that maybe the females don't even want to collaborate because there's less, yeah. so maybe it's more intensified. How have you found the love from your peers?
1: I'd say, bare females have shown me love in it. Mm. The the ones that haven't just maybe haven't heard me yet. Um, so I don't want to think negatively, like they don't like they don't rape me or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever, but. Um, I think they probably haven't heard me yet because I've, I've just, I give them space to chat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like I don't. I try and not come on this energy where they feel like they don't have to. I feel like the only females that are like that they just don't want to be involved with mm-hmm. anyone really, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I've really I've got a lot of love from a lot of artists. To be fair, mm-hmm. a lot of female artists and. Like there's been chances to collab and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. again, like I'm grateful for how people are taking me in, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: What are some of the long-term ambitions of Queen Mills?
1: <sighs> well, I want to be worldwide. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I'm very American influenced. Mm-hmm. So I want to definitely head over there and work with some artists and producers. Um, I feel like once you blow in America, you're you're gone mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Big market. I just want to get over there and grind. Because, mm. like, for me, I've always... Like, do you remember Vine?
0: Vine, what, the app?
1: Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, I've always been that little entertainment kid. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Like, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be centre of attention. So, I need to go Hollywood and just show them what's good. Mm-hmm. Do you get mm-hmm. me? <laughs> um, and then, like, yeah, just projects and hopefully some big features and sick visuals every time. Mm-hmm. And just... Everything that I bring out is gonna be better than the last.
0: So forthcoming project, when can we expect that? Have you started working on it? Do you have yeah. an idea of what it's gonna be?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Mixtape in spring. Okay. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's pretty much there still. Mm-hmm.
0: You're saying nearly finished.
1: It's it's finished. We're just um, tying up little last bits and the then, DLs. yeah, mm-hmm. and then gonna um, maybe get some visuals and all of that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to drop it springtime. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it, man.
0: Well, listen, the future is very bright. They say my interviews are hotter. It's been a big one. SK Vibe Maker, Queen Mills. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hot.